Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? Partial fulfillment then, but we know this will not be ultimately fulfilled until the tribulation. Why? Verse 19 and 20. This will be the worst time the world has ever known. And I, I tell you guys this, uh, I've, I've said it before, think about this. This is saying it's worse than the flood. That's what Jesus himself, these are red letters. Jesus is saying this is the worst time the world has ever seen or ever will see. This is why we know it wasn't 70 A.D., this is why we know this time has not happened yet. This is the worst time the world will ever know during the tribulation. And we read that God will shorten the days for who? The elect's sake. This is another mistake and error people make in their theology. When it's talking about the elect, especially during the tribulation, it's talking about Israel. They're the elect in this context. And God has to shorten the days to save Israel, to complete his promise. And we know this. This is what's so heartbreaking. It's hard for me to even talk about it for many reasons, but the Holocaust was bad. And you who don't think it's bad, well, let's talk. But it was bad. But two-thirds of the Jewish people during the tribulation are going to be killed. Two-thirds. Now, I'm thankful that the Lord is going to save a faithful one-third remnant. He's going to save them. He's going to seal them. But because of the rejection of Messiah, of Yeshua, they're going to suffer. They're going to be brutally hunted. And this is why, you know, sometimes when I hear the hatred towards Jewish people, even, you know, the Hollywood elite and all this, look, be careful not to feed that beast because understand that is nothing but spirit of Antichrist. That is Satan himself. He hates the Jewish people because they, of who they represent and what they represent, his destruction. And know this, it's for your benefit that they were cut off, that they were blinded. And so it's a powerful thing, but here's the other thing I wanted to mention. Daniel 9.27 even tells us when these events will occur. Daniel 9.27, then it says, Then he, speaking of the Antichrist, shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. That's a week of years. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. This is how we know there's a temple. And on the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. This is speaking of the abomination of desolation. It happens at the midpoint of the tribulation. And we know this too because in Revelation we know that in the first three and a half years the two witnesses who I believe are Moses and Elijah it's okay, you don't have to agree with me you can have a different opinion but um, for three and a half years they're going to be given power to preach for 1260 days, three and a half years on a Jewish calendar 360 days for the year they're going to be able to preach. And in Revelation chapter 11, verse 3, we read this. 
And I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. So we know whatever transpires at the midpoint of the tribulation is going to be a massive major event when this abomination of desolation occurs. When this image is set up in the temple, when this image is set up that has breath, that has life, that controls the world, its finances, and is able to slaughter those who won't worship it. This happens, this corresponds with the killing of the two witnesses. Revelation 11:7 says this, when they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit will make war against them, overcome them, and kill them. Remember, it's God's plan. He gives them the ability to kill the two witnesses. Yet we know this. At that midpoint, this is another one of those things I love. I know we probably won't get a ringside seat in heaven to see all this stuff happen, but wouldn't you just love to see some of this stuff happen? Two witnesses are going to be killed. They'll lay in the street of Jerusalem for three and a half days. The Bible tells us that people will send, themselves, or send gifts literally around the world to each other. We didn't have that technology 50 years ago. Now we have FedEx, UPS, Amazon. Again, I love it, but you know, it's like we didn't have that technology. But not only that, it says the whole world's going to watch as these two witnesses are raised from the dead. After three and a half days, God is going to raise them from the dead. It says a loud voice is going to be heard from heaven. Come up here, and they are going to ascend into heaven. And at the same time, a massive earthquake is going to hit Jerusalem. And the whole world is going to be watching this. Well, let me ask you this. A hundred years ago, could the whole world watch it? No. But now we have television, satellite internet, our dumb phones, all of these things where you can see from around the world in, in real time. All of these events happening, again, the days we are living. And then we know this, for the next three and a half years, the next 1260 days, the Antichrist is going to go on a war path. He's going to seek after to destroy and murder every Jewish person on the planet. In Revelation 12, 6, who we know the woman is speaking of Israel for many reasons. I won't go into that today. But we read this, Revelation 12, 6, Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God that they should feed her there 1,260 days. Now, many scholars believe this is Petra, that, you know, this one-third, this faithful remnant that Jesus instructs to run, <laughs> they will be preserved in Petra. And I don't know. It may very well be. Uh, it's a pretty incredible place, but it may very well be. But here's what I know. God's plan is going to happen. And it's all triggered, though, by this abomination of desolation that Jesus is warning about. And remember, Jesus prophesied the temple would be destroyed, and it literally happened. Therefore, we can trust his words. These things are going to literally happen. And I just love that because, again, going back to where it said, let the reader understand. Understand Jesus is going to be speaking directly to those tribulation saints through his scripture. And we know Daniel 9.24 will come true because he will finish the transgression. He will make an end of sins. He will make re reconciliation for iniquity and bring in everlasting righteousness to that faithful remnant of Israel who will be saved. And they will repopulate the earth during the millennial kingdom where you and I as believers will rule and reign with our king from the new Jerusalem in a city where there is no darkness, where he lights up everything. And that is coming very soon. You're welcome to believe whatever you wish, whatever you want. But I would pray you have eyes to see and ears to hear. And I know that's God's desire too, but I, I want to remind us of this. I talked about Romans chapter 11. This is very important for us to be reminded of. Because next week we're going to look at the end of the church age. We're going to look at the end of that pause button. And in Romans chapter 11, verses 25 through 28, we get the context of what's going on. 
Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is writing to you and me. And he says, For I do not desire, brethren, that's the church, that you should be ignorant of this mystery. Remember, a mystery is not something that cannot be known. It's something that wasn't known but is known now. Lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved. That's speaking of that one-third. As it is written, the deliverer will come out of Zion and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant, says the Lord. Okay, that is him saying this. With them, when I take away their sins, concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But concerning the election, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers. This is all God's plan. Don't be arrogant, church. And remember, he is not done with the Jewish people. He is not done with Israel. He has a beautiful plan. And here's the thing. If you can't understand this timeline, you won't get a lot of things in Scripture. But if you do understand, so many other things make sense. So many other things. And, I, and I'll finish with this last passage. In Mark 13, 21 through 23, Jesus is then instructing the tribulation saints when they see all of these things happen. He says this, that if anyone says to you, look, here's the Christ, or look, he is there, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. But take heed, see, I have told you all things beforehand. I don't envy the tribulation saints. I don't envy what they're going to go through. But how beautiful is it that the Lord put in these little things that are personal messages to those tribulation Jewish saints. He's teaching them like a father would teach his children. He's teaching them like he's taking them by the hand and walking them through and saying, I'm telling you this beforehand. Take heed. But this is what I love about the word of God. Because all we have to do is open it and we see the same thing. The Lord wants an intimate relationship with each one of us. And part of that is just going and diving into his word because he has so much to tell each one of us every day. He loves you so much that he will speak to you through his word in powerful ways if you would just but open the book. You know, a lot of people are addicted to YouTube channels. And, and I, look, we have a YouTube channel, we have a radio program, all these things, but those never take the place of the Bible. So many people are addicted to YouTube scholars and YouTube prophets. Dive back into the Bible. Let your first inclination to be in the Word of God, not on TV or on the Internet. We need to be in the Word of God first and foremost. And next week, we're going to be back in the Word, and we're going to see that when Jesus returns in His second coming, you and I are going to be with Him. And we're going to look at this glorious event that ends the church age, the rapture of the church. If that doesn't get you excited, number one, either you're not a believer, you're living in sin, or something else... But as a Christian, I know all of us are longing for that day. And so I want to encourage us to finish well, to remember what we're here for. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. And thank you that you sent Jesus to pay for our sins. And Lord, that we can have these red letters, that we can read the teachings and the truth. Lord, we are so thankful. We are thankful people. Help us to live like it. Lord, prepare our hearts and our minds now as we approach this time of communion. Help us to reflect on you and your word and on your future and your plan. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. 
For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, GolgothaFellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A Fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.